1: I'm <laughs> here,
2: happy
3: tuesday to everybody out there welcome into the phly phillies podcast jamie lynch renee washington tyler Zuli, uh and i just want to get ahead of this renee i did crack and get a coffee today Okay.
0: Well, I did crack and got my Hallmark cup. Oh wow.
3: That is the most hallmarky <laughs> cup I've ever seen in the world.
0: Well, I haven't I've been talking about it. I haven't brought on the show oh, yet. Oh, it
3: gets okay, there it is. This is my Christmas movies watching mm-hmm. Tumblr.
0: Yeah. So wow. for all of you in the chat, I've got my Tumblr. Tyler, I don't know still, if still uh, still holding a on to those Christmas dreams, shot. huh? Well, it's like a winter look. It's got the classic uh-huh. red wagon. It's got some snow and every, it's just like a holiday. What do we got? It's actually a uh mango juice <laughs> it's really good i i believe you i like, I like fruit juices yeah
3: yeah I, I crush orange juice
0: oh my gosh i love i almost put orange juice in here
3: i yeah. uh i have a problem though because i drink it a lot of it and quickly mm-hmm. so like i just I'll, I'll pour a pint and just literally chug it so the bottle of orange juice is gone like oh fairly so like quick uh i can go both ways You know, pulp, no pulp, I'm good. Uh, Welcome into everyone in the chat here. Neil Dever, uh, I believe, is the first in the chat today, just pounding away at the keyboard for his case for Chase Utley to make the Hall of Fame uh, as that chatter is uh, picked up alive and well. And Ken Rosenthal's written stories and MLB Network was doing bits on Utley's case. Uh, And it certainly looks good for him to make it in terms of the percentages of votes right now. Now, Renee, why don't you put up our, I feel like I
0: have all these gifts to share our,
3: our little our little countdown uh, calendar here. So here, uh, number 33 represents the amount of days until pitchers and catchers reporting to Clearwater here. <laughs> number 79 represents amount of days until MLB opening day, which, in my opinion, should be a national holiday. Make all the day- games staggered throughout the day. And just uh, everybody should take a half day from work and we should yeah. go celebrate America's pastime.
0: I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, Maybe it should be for a few leagues, actually. I'd be fine with more days off. Of sure. like, it's a yeah. holiday. Everybody's off. You go watch the games. Yeah. I like it. I, I think that's a great idea. Let's put that petition in.
3: Yeah. So there you have it. <laughs> we'll have our countdown uh, clock. This reminds me of when I saw when you said you were ordering this. The first thing I thought was. CYO basketball scoreboard. Oh, this scoreboard. is
0: classic CYO basketball and this scoreboard.
3: Is Somebody exactly, wouldn't be paying attention, yeah. they mess
0: up a side, oh, oh, or God they flip all, over the wrong like, oh, side, yeah. and now you're like, oh, the scoreboard's <laughs> wrong, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, this is classic CYO basketball. Yeah. Or just like rec basketball days in general, yeah. like those early Springs, struggles. This
3: brings me back to the same nation. days. I'm not going It's
0: kind of fun, though. Like, I was thoroughly enjoying, like, flipping the numbers and, you
3: know. It's always good to visualize, and now yeah. we get to visualize how far away from Florida we are. Just 33 days until we get to put on NBC Sports Philly and look at the warm sunshine of Florida. So happy Tuesday to all. (laughs) Welcome in today. Uh, Lots to get into. We have a guest joining us, uh, Nick Hamilton from out in L.A. Uh, I I guess we can talk about the the Dodgers gluttony with him as uh, Teoscar Hernandez. And by the way, eight and a half million of that, I know we touched on it yesterday, deferred. The Dodgers are just the defer machine right now. I
0: know. Um, they should be the Los Angeles deferred.
3: Mm, I saw that uh, team logo going around. Yeah, they in, the, in be. the Dodgers logo. It's, uh, but was, we'll get
0: there. We'll get there. We're jumping ahead, Jamie.
3: Well, I'm just previewing the show, <laughs> Renee. So 33 <laughs> days until pitchers and catchers. That's that's nice to think about, especially with a winter weird. Yeah. Rain windstorm like upon us. Like, what is this? It's always nice to look ahead that's, to Florida.
0: That's why we had to bring out the flannel, the plaid, the turtlenecks, and know uh, in the chat I was seeing it's turtleneck season. Yeah, this is exactly why. Uh but guys, Dave, Neil, Randy, Spiral Out, MBDBDBF, Mickey, we're close, guys. We're close. Yes. Uh we <laughs>
3: have a down on the farm report today, and Renee's favorite game, guess that stance. Um, which we'll get to plus some Phillies trivia which we're going to be doing on Tuesdays now going forward uh, Renee is going to be the quiz master Tyler and I's ass will be on the griddle uh, in the trivia room I don't like my odds going against Tyler he's one of these <laughs> sneaky good uh, uh, random baseball trivia guys so uh, I, I think I'm walking into a buzzsaw but we'll see Sure. We'll see. There's only I'm one excited. way to find out.
0: I'm excited to be on the other side of the trivia because I thoroughly love trivia, but I don't like.
3: I love getting trivia. Getting
0: yeah. trivia questions.
3: I love quizzo at a bar. Same. And what was the old uh, game they used to have at like Fridays where you would get like.
0: Oh yeah. You would
3: get like the little thing, and you would like play along with the TV, and it would do. Yeah. You know I'm yes, about? I do actually. Yeah.
0: I enjoy that kind of trivia. So anytime we play games, you just don't like when the just, spotlight's
3: on you and everybody's looking.
0: I do and I don't. It's weird though, because if, if I play a trivia game, like we'll play a family feud or even headbands or even something less, as basic What's as headband? like gestures and stu- headbands. where you put the oh the gonna, heads up? Yeah. Is it a heads up? I thought it was headbands. Head,
2: headbands, literally you have a <laughs> band and you put a card in there. Oh, the different games. Oh, it's the, the same phone. thing. So we're it's, both it's right. It's basically the same, the game. same it's thing. The
3: just The way digital versus card yeah, game. Yeah, okay. tomato, tomato. And then even the phone version.
0: Like charades. Like, I'm really good at those games. But I don't know. Sometimes mm. it's, it's only when I'm winning, basically. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so, that I hate any games with a timer. I just don't like games. I like to win. I think that's what it comes down to. So if my eyes <laughs> are low to win, I, I don't like to play. You. Yeah, that's why I don't play. Like, I don't golf. I am just going to say, golf.
3: don't take up golf. I'm terrible
0: at golf. So I don't golf
3: impossible
0: and i like minute i like golfing at like top golf or miniature golf or bowling up until i start to lose i am a terrible loser guys it's so fine. You,
3: you put the bumper lanes in when you go bowling
0: after i stop after i hit a couple gutter balls yeah i'm going with the kids with the bumpers yeah i <laughs> am trash.
3: I love bowling i wish i could do it more often uh anyway <laughs> back to the phillies and then we'll get into some mlb stuff and then we have a guest, and then we have trivia and ballpark and down I'm on the forum and all with sorts of stuff
0: all this excitement Kim just reminded me, and I thank you, Kim, for this reminder. I didn't realize when you were showing this that you gave up already. I thought you weren't Um Well, there's a reason Starbucks. for
3: my cowardice today. Oh, I, that's why I wanted to get ahead of it. I didn't want the chat like being like Yeah. What, what the F, dude? Yeah, you said you like weren't it's buying coffee.
0: Classic New Year's decision of I'm gonna I'm gonna save money, be financially responsible, and not buy Starbucks. So, and it is January 9th. What is today's date? Okay.
3: Let, let me i have a reason for this it's my light. wife and her in our joint effort of saving money this year decided to pay somebody to do a new back, backsplash in our kitchen um so <laughs> they were yeah that's my Zero coffee days. Reset. <laughs> <Zero> <laughs> days. It's, 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 it's not nice. a real resolution i never said i was gonna give it up absolutely it was just something I like I, i'm making a conscious effort to do less of i never said i was going cold turkey Anyway, our friend was doing the backsplash in the kitchen today. Wasn't a normal breakfast, get the girls okay. out the door situation. I wasn't in my comfort zone. I mean, I'm, I'm fully admitting I was being a coward, and I chalked myself up to these next two or three days getting coffee. And I got to say, I, I missed it. It's delicious.
0: But... The chat's absolutely versatile. It was not it. a resolution. January. It was just
3: an effort to be better. That's all.
0: Yeah. Happy first resolutions <laughs> only
3: set yourself up for failure, people. I don't. That's why I don't perform resolutions. You know what? I, I tweak my life.
0: I thoroughly enjoyed that with all the random things you put out there. The chat just picks up on it. Spiral Out is saying for those listening on podcast platforms, happy first broad coffee of the year. The uh, second Tuesday of the year. Thank you, Spiral. Yeah. Out. Exactly. Because we it, like to celebrate it to the, 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 the little things. I to the second Tuesday. Yeah. It is the yeah. It is the second Tuesday of 2024 and is your first (laughs) coffee of 2024 that you bought from Starbucks? i think that's pretty good well it wasn't a resolution
3: i never said i was gonna stop buying it all right if you ever listen to me i said i wanted to to be better about doing it because i was doing it every day and it became a problem and then i did the math of how much it cost me over the course of a year so yada 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 it was never a resolution but i have been better so i win (laughs) uh let's get to the phillies and One then nothing. we got a lot to uh, get to today a new name has entered the trade market and a rumor mill out there and the rays are shopping another player of theirs tyler as soon as i said the rays just shot up like huh? <laughs> that player that is on the market is first baseman outfielder dh Harold Ramirez per Ken Rosenthal. They are shopping him. He is under team control through 2025. So you get two more years of him. He's 29 years old. Uh, Last year had an 813 OPS, 12 home runs in 122 games with Tampa Bay last year. Uh, Again, a very shitty defensive player, a negative 1.1 defensive war guy any interest i mean anytime tampa bay shopping somebody i i do uh kind of perk up a little bit doesn't do a lot for me um that being said my expectation is the phillies really aren't going to address the outfield in a meaningful way so if it was this or nothing i would take it but it doesn't really like knock my socks off for now
0: so there's already been six other names shopped out for tampa bay of course tyler glass now one of them and manuel margot as well uh Looking at Harold Ramirez specifically, projected four point four million dollars salary in arbitration, uh, dwindling club control. There's Cheap. some factors there that the for the raise they're trying to be financially responsible themselves um you know i i'm, I'm not really sure I would think
3: exactly in their wheelhouse though <laughs> like if you're trying to be financially responsible <laughs> two
0: years of club control left limited defensive value as you mentioned um and tampa bay has been open to making some trades that fit as the report saying fit that description um yeah, I would think that he'd be in their wheelhouse to keep, but I think it seems like Tampa Bay is just actively exploring they're trade just scenarios for always
3: blowing anybody. their roster. Yeah, it's, it's it's gotta be rough to be a Rays fan. On the one hand, they're phenomenal at scouting and developing and all that. And then on the other hand, everybody they develop and scout, they eventually
2: sell.
0: Basically. basically. That's gotta be rough. Um. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with Ramirez and who's gonna be interested. But Tampa Bay looks like they're basically dangling the carrot out of who's gonna who's gonna take this player. If not, this, okay, wait, maybe we'll try somebody else. So, uh, yeah, I was surprised, but not surprised at all because it's a classic raise move. It seems like.
2: Yeah, Tyler, any interest? Uh, no, because. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. I mean, the bat's fine. It's a it's a the bat's so- good. It's yeah, a solid bat. But he played in approximately 120 22. some it odd was 122 in 91 of those games he was the DH for his defensive stinks. his defensive run saved metrics at every single position that he played last year and at, at least in 2023 were negatives he was a negative 2 at first which ranks 159th out of the 170 some odd uh, qualified players. His, his run metrics in, in left field were not any good either. He cannot play center field, yeah. uh, so he's basically uh, he's pretty much limited to the DH spot at this yeah. point of his career um mm-hmm. Occasional spot starts in left field. But yeah, like, I mean, so like that's I- about his it. time in Cleveland, he played a lot more outfield. He played 93 games in the outfield in 2021. He played 110 in Miami in 2019. But at this point, I, I don't view him as an everyday outfielder. He's an everyday DH to me. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing that the uh, one article that I was reading about um, MLB's, the, the rumor itself was talking about how Ramirez played a combined 401 innings in 2022 between first base and outfield, and then in 2023, 117 innings, that that number was cut down to total, and just feels, it seems as though for the Rays, they're not really sure how or where or if they want to use him. So, yeah, I think uh, it's yeah, definitely, an, it's a no, but it is it is an interesting uh, fact that Tampa Bay just continuously seems to want to shop everybody out um, this all season, it's like, and, and
2: guys, a negative defensive WAR every single season that he played. A full, so in 2020, mad. 2020 he only played <laughs> three. It. He only played three games in twenty twenty, but he was a negative one in nineteen, a negative one point one in twenty one, a negative one point three in twenty two, and he was a negative one point one last so season. So he fits
3: the Phillies mold for yeah, left I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, but he's not an outfielder.
2: Yeah, he's a DH. Yeah.
3: yeah, so he fits the mold for Phillies outfielders or left fielders. <laughs> I mean, Kyle Schwarber and Reese Hoskins were not left fielders either, and we had to watch that for many years. Uh, We'll get to the Reese Hoskins updates in a minute. I just saw his name mentioned in the chat there. Might as well bring back Reese Reese at that point. Uh, So today, a couple other things before we get to that, because Reese is tied in with the Chicago Cubs, and we'll preview that in the uh, MLB section here today. Uh, But yesterday, we got a question from our Discord I wanted to throw out to you uh, from our man Trezzolini I believe it's Brian Trezzolini I don't know if it's his last name or his username but uh, I've interacted with him before in the past and by the way if you want to uh, get access to the discord you have to become a diehard member and let me just tell you this um, Phillies fans can be sickos Eagles Sixers Flyers every team has their like true sicko Mm -hmm. fan uh, department The Flyers might be the most twisted fans (laughs) in the world I've ever seen. Last night's Flyers Discord channel was absolutely bonkers uh with the trade of cutter gotier so uh if you ever want to do that just head to all phly you can become a diehard you get discounts on trips a free t-shirt access to our discord uh tons of great uh things that we're gonna have cooking in the future including like watch parties and maybe some other cool stuff um so the question that was posed in our phillies discord last night which is um very tame and utopian compared to the flyers (laughs) chaos uh brian says hypothetical for the room would you rather have schwarber k less but have a higher average with less home runs or his current setup high k's high home runs low batting average uh if it was possible for him to make that shift i would rather just have him be who he is and if you know me, that's a that's a big statement for me to make.
0: Wow. Yeah,
3: Renee, if you could uh, automatically wave the wand over uh, Kyle Schwarber and make him a higher average, lower <laughs> home runs, but more uh, you know doubles and singles hitter, would you?
0: Mm, I don't know. It's a tough one. I mean, forty seven home runs, one hundred four <sighs> RBIs, one nine seven average. I think I would I think I would just go with what I know. Yeah. As you guys know, I you know, I like I'm, I don't like to take those gambles and risks. Um He's he's for, a live and,
3: live and die by the sword kind of guy. Yeah, so Yeah, like, I think that's it. what
0: you expect from your power hitter yeah. and I think as a DH
3: Place? Yeah, I, yeah,
0: I'm going. I'm going for the jugular. I, I
3: agree with Neil Dever. Option three, just don't bat him leadoff. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's the most logical one,
2: Neil. But what do I know? He's got a high on base. Tyler, would you make that trade for Kyle Schwarber? Well, I think it depends on, on what the drop off is. If we're talking about going from 46 home runs to. Thirty-six home runs and the average in OBP. Well, the OBP solid. We know that yeah, he walks a lot. Solid. But if the average raises, like, what do we t- like? What's the trade? You know, right, what I mean? he didn't into specifics. specifics. Is, is it ten home runs for forty let's points? Say it's, is it ten home runs for twelve home points? runs
3: less? But his batting average increases thirty-eight points.
2: No, I'm not giving up twelve home runs for a two thirty-five hitter. Yeah, I agree with because you. then he, be, he becomes unvaluable at that point. Yeah, right uh, because I, I, I think that if if you have a 235 hitter because of what he does hitting 32 home runs, mm. I mean, it's listen, the 30 home runs is still solid. Cal, like we talked about Cal Raleigh's Hoskins. We <laughs> talked about Cal Raleigh yesterday, right? He hit 230 last season with 30 home runs and those not the 30 home runs are great. But I think if you're only getting me to 235. I'd rather just the 46 home runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. You know, Lisa in the chat says, you know, I believe we need higher batting averages, not necessarily from Schwarber, but I do think, you know, a little bit more small ball and contact baseball uh, would be good for the team. Completely agree. Uh, we'll see if Nick Castellanos and some of these other guys that uh, can do that, even though Nick kind of had like a career gear. We'll see. Uh, We'll save that for the daily positive thought of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're getting ahead of ourselves here.
3: Fangraphs yesterday uh, via Codify Baseball on Twitter released their 2024 win totals, which I guess it says rounded. I I, I don't know if their their algorithm uh, does decimals and they they just round it up, Uh, but here's what you have. No surprise. The Braves have the most in baseball with 98 projected wins, according to fan graphs. And that should tell you right there how uh, hard John Foley's bold prediction for this year will be uh, to get to 100 wins, uh, because even the Braves and the Dodgers are not slotted to do that. Uh, The next team on the win total. No shock there. We'll talk to Nick Hamilton, our guest, about this team. Uh, 92, the Dodgers. Seems a little low for the amount of talent they have. I know,
0: it? but maybe the projection is that the talent's not going to pan out as much as we thought.
3: Or just how hard it is to get into the high 90s. They,
0: that part. Yeah. It's a lot of games to win.
3: Then you have the Astros at 90, uh, the Death Star Yankees at 89, then the Blue Jays at 86, and then you get into the Phillies range. Looking at them on the same level as the Cardinals, Mariners, Rays, and Twins. Doesn't feel right. No. I, I do feel like the Phillies are a little better than that this year. Uh, if the Cardinals got to 85, am I missing something? I... Like, it's a staff full of threes <laughs> and fours. And, like, I know Arenado, and this is the last year of Goldschmidt under contract, I think, down there. Uh, but. I don't know, like you're the same win l- l- output as the Cardinals? That doesn't seem right.
0: I know. And then uh, we have the rest of the list too as well. Yeah, because so,
2: By the way, guys, I, I just had a, a curious thought. Maybe my math is off because I was never very good at math. But if every team plays 162 games, <laughs> right? You play 162 yes. games in a season. You multiply that by 15 because every game features two teams, right? So there's 15 individual matchups. That gives you a total of two thousand four hundred and thirty games played, approximately. Assuming that you know games don't get not like, very good
0: at math. He says. Assuming
2: that games don't get <laughs> yeah. you know uh, not made up, right? Like the game once so, I don't have my calculator. <laughs> well, I'm, using a ca- I'm, I'm using a calculator. No. Oh, okay, okay, so <laughs> thank you. If you divide that number by two, which would be every game has a winner and a loser. Right. You get twelve hundred and fifteen victories. Okay. Which would be a five hundred mark for the entire league, which. My thought initially would be, wouldn't the league go 500? If everybody's <laughs> playing, everybody won't, don't the numbers balance out? Yeah. They should, right? So, those teams that you guys just brought up are projected to win 880 of the 1,215 the games math played. That's
0: not math, That
2: That's 10 teams. The, the teams you guys just talked about, this list that we were just showing you, this one here, um, is Do- Braves, Dodgers, Astros, Yankees, Blue Jays, Phillies, Cardinals, Mariners, Race, Twins. That's 10 teams. That's a third of the league. Yeah. Fangraphs right. believes that a third of the league is going to win over 75% of the games.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> it, math is may, not.
2: Maybe my math ain't mathing. I don't know. Well, what makes but it, that's just, like my first thought was that's insane.
0: What makes it tougher is when you look at the rest of the numbers, they shouldn't be that high then technically. So when you look at the remainder of the list, you've got the Mets at 84, the Orioles at 83, Marlins, Diamondbacks, Rangers, Red Sox, 82, Padres, Brewers, Guardians, Giants, Tigers at 80. And then in the mix from 76 to 78, Cubs, Reds, Royals, Angels, Pirates, the Athletics, the Nationals, the White Sox, and Rockies all below 73 wins. Those numbers don't make sense because like you're saying mathematically, everybody technically can't win these games, but I guess it's their projection on how many games they should win or could win, not that they will win, that makes sense. Randy
3: Rubard says 10 teams will be really bad and 10 teams will be 500. By that, by that kind of... Yeah. I know well, like I guess the actual, the actual f- math might not but, add up. But again, but like, right, so
2: you go back to that list, I see one, two, three, four, five, six teams above 500 plus the 10 that are into the 85 range. That means they think 16 teams finish over 500, and if the Padres, Brewers, Guardians, Giants, and Tigers all finish 80, 80 and 82, yeah. Like, so, y- y- one of two things are happening i just don't see all those 85 win teams getting to 85 no. wins i think they're more true like 500 teams right so my question is one of two things are happening either i'm an idiot and i can't do math which is very <laughs> b- b- very, 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 table, very plausible. Very That's the possibly yeah. it. or these numbers ain't math well randy's um, saying
0: we should add up each number for each team listed um you guys
2: can do that
3: go yeah, ahead i'm Have not fun. doing that randy you've um, got
0: that you know what go for MBD it buddy says if the
3: a's <laughs> win 73 games he will wash tyler's car fully nude um, nobody, I don't want to be around nobody for wins.
0: that, but I'll go on the honor <laughs> system
3: there, MBD, that uh, I'll trust you if you say you did it. Um, and, you know, so, uh, I'll take your word for it. Uh, but we I gotta, do
0: think it's interesting, the projection of wins. That's, that definitely makes, well, it's uh, real
3: nerdy algorithm yeah, stuff it, that these fangaf guys really create and they're just punching it in their computers and <laughs> whatever their system that they created comes, tells them that's what they run with. Uh, and if you were going to run to say buy a home I would tell you to get your ass over to Mortgage CS because these guys are the best. Alec and Ben are the team behind Mortgage CS. And what does Mortgage CS stand for? Well, it stands for Mortgage Concierge Service. They're a white glove service. Uh, I met them. We spent like an hour and a half with them. And I just went, damn, I wish I had you two during my two home buying processes. Processes. processes, 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 Processes. Processes that doesn't sound right. It's I'm going to go with processes and scissors. Um, so I wish I had these guys with me back then because they're awesome. You feel like you have somebody that truly has your back in this process. They have a ton of local relationships with lenders. They're going to do the best for you. They're going to sure up all the, all the loose ends, uh, and make sure your credit is on point. You know, if they see something that could raise flags down the line, they're going to alert you with it, help you work with it. Uh, and literally these guys are workaholics. They're main, you see that number on the screen right there? That's Ben, the CEO's personal cell phone. Any time of the day, reach out to the man. Even if you just want to complain about the Phillies or the Eagles, or you, you think Cutter Gautier uh, should have never been traded, text them right there, 267-391-7425. If you have a question, if you're thinking about buying a home two years from now, whatever it may be, reach out now. They can help you in that process and guide you along the way. And no bullshit. It feels like these guys have your back and are going to do the best for you, the client. They have exceptional customer service. Send them, send Ben a picture of Gabe Kapler sunbathing in his leopard thong right now. Why uh, is
0: it always Gabe?
3: Because it's weird. Like if you got a text out of the blue that was Gabe Kapler in a thong from a random number you didn't know, you'd be like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, so, I encourage you, text them right now, send them some stuff. Uh, but they're going to be your guys. And uh, you, you might just not know it yet, but I'm telling you, text Ben anytime. And he'll get back to you. They're going to do the best for you. 267-391-7425. They have tons of easy tools to make the mortgage process more approachable and understandable. Uh, and when you hear the word mortgage, think Mortgage CS and think of Alec and Ben. Save that number right there on the screen. You can email them anytime at ben at mortgagecs.com. And like I said, any time of the day, reach out to them. Check out mortgagecs.com phly to get started. The ad, this advertisement is a not a commitment to lend or extend credit. Mortgage CS is an equal housing opportunity mortgage broker. All loans are subject to credit approval. Certain restrictions may apply. Company NMLS ID 1464766. Visit MortgageCS.com for more information.
0: And you know where else you can go for more information and delicious, delicious, oh, wow, delicious seasonal options of bagels that's right you can head over to bagels and co now you can get brooklyn style bagels right in your backyard made here in philly and the great thing about bagels and co is that with their seasonal bagels they provide you with a lot of different variety of options they've got large Fresh bagels that you can make sure to enjoy, not just for breakfast. As we talked about yesterday, bagels could be part of a a lunch sandwich or dinner as well. Sandwiches. And if you don't like just the amount of options you have, fifteen and twenty options, and that didn't sell you enough, how about the fact that Bagels and Co. has thirty different flavors of cream cheese? Mm. I didn't even know there were that many flavors of cream cheese. I only see about three in the store. But Bagels and Co. has thirty different flavors of cream cheese, giving you all types of options for how you want to eat your breakfast sandwich, had that lunch bagel whatever it is that you're eating and with all that they do it's at a great affordable price which makes it even better so you're getting to eat delicious bagels but also at a great price and right here in philly convenient affordable tasty the triple threat right there guys so head over to bagels and co Check out their website, and for the best Brooklyn-style bagels made right here in Philly, you can go to thebagelsandco.com, find a location near you, and be able to check out and taste the delicious sandwiches like I have talked about many times. I had their pork roll and egg on a rainbow Mm. bagel. So good. And I love the fact that you can have every day something completely different, and it just be as tasty as the previous day. So, staples of the uh, breakfast is... Having something nutritious, something healthy, something delicious, and something that's affordable and convenient. So you don't have to worry about going to Brooklyn or New York for bagels. You can find them right here in Philly, and you can eat right to kick off your day or maybe end the day with dinner, depending on when you're feasting on some bagels and Mm, co. bagels.
3: All right, before we get to our guest, Nick Hamilton coming up here, nice little nugget from Alex Coffee locally here today um, as she puts out a report that at least four big league clubs – uh, have approached the Phillies about packaging Eduardo Tate, a power-hitting catcher prospect in the Philly system, and Brian Rincon in trades. Uh, but so far, the Phillies have not budged. Uh, both of these guys are extremely high-rising prospects in the system power hitting catcher you don't hear very often uh but eduardo tate is uh is a fast riser in the phillies farm system uh same about rincon we're gonna get to those guys in the down on the farm report oh yeah Uh, but they're both top 10 prospects so you're not gonna be hearing about them from us in detail uh until you know a little while from now uh but both are extremely fast risers and it makes sense that a lot of other teams would try and try and poach that so yeah uh,
0: it's definitely fun to watch the different names that are coming across the prospect pool of different uh potential the next generation of talent coming in and uh you know makes you wonder what the future is going to look like but you know where you don't have to wonder what the future looks like that's with your finances and that's with rocket money so rocket money is a great finance app it's right in your pocket that you now have access to be able to check out all of your financial pictures so any subscriptions that you have your spending where your money is going day to day week to week month to month personally i love rocket money because it allows me to see everything right at my fingertips instead of having to log into every different mobile app but for you guys with personal finance app right in your pocket with rocket money you can cancel unwanted subscriptions monitor that spending, and they've had a chance to work with over 5 million users and have helped those members save an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So you can stop wasting money on things you don't use, cancel those unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash PHLY. That's rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y. They'll help you get refunds. They'll help make sure that you're getting all of your subscriptions taken care of. And that way you're not missing anything. And each day, each week, you know exactly where your spending is going. So again, that's rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y.
3: So uh, a hypothetical man is uh, correcting me. Uh, apparently it's to heat and not Tate. Uh, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say of these 25 prospects down on the farm we're going to be talking about, I might mispronounce nine to ten of them. Uh, so if it's Heat, I apologize to the Tahit family. I always thought it was Tate. But anyway, <laughs> let's get to our next guest. Uh, his name is Nick Hamilton. He's based out west in L.A. He is a sports and entertainment host on Sirius XM, founder of Nightcast Media, and also with MLBBro.com. Nick, welcome into the PHLY Philly show. Thanks for joining us
1: uh, early out west for you. Uh, lunchtime here for us. Uh, thanks for having me. I mean, it's never too early. I you know, as a parent, you you, you early morning. Okay. Are, are, so are.
3: so my girls are up at uh, usually no later than seven fifteen. What time does Nick Hamilton get to sleep into? Uh six fifteen
1: Pacific time. Well you got it worse. Oh, than you, me. Win. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you win. Yeah. You win. Listen, Nick, I'm going to um charge it to your heart and not your head that I think this jacket you're rocking. It looks kind of nice, but is this what I think it is? Can I see the rest of it? I can't. You're a little cut off here. Uh, Okay.
1: okay. Listen, I'm born and raised on the West Coast. Coast. (laughs) LA LA is my home. I'm going to always do it. So... You know, it's West Coast first, and then everybody else.
0: <laughs> Nick, we were friends, and this was going to be a fun interview, and now it's time. That's it. It's been nice having you. Um, but no, nah, it's a fresh jacket. I like it. I will say it's very nice. So obviously the Dodgers right now, uh, also known as the LA Deferred Money, have been finding a lot of ways to spend big and bring in big-name players. Otani, Yamamoto, Tyler Glass now. Uh, obviously recently also signing Teoscar Hernandez. You know, we talked about it a little bit yesterday with the Teoscar Hernandez deal. Uh, how are, you know? How confident are you feeling that this is a team that has the ability to win a World Series within the next one to two seasons?
1: Well, I think Andrew Freeman, if you listen to any of his interviews during the offseason, they knew they had a sense of urgency. They knew they had to get something done, especially the last couple of years had not worked out well for them going into the playoffs, having that long, that five-day layoff, which enabled them to lose in the NLDS Um, and not be able to accomplish the goals that they had set from spring training on, uh, which is to at least get into the dance uh, to compete for a World Series. And they couldn't even, excuse the expression, they couldn't even snip the draws of the World Series in the last two years. So I think when you look at the overall totality of what this means, not only for the Los Angeles Dodgers, but for Major League Baseball as a whole, because you have these superstars in the second-largest market in the United States, the Dodgers had to do something very drastic and very different, I might add, in acquiring the players that you mentioned, uh, including Teoscar uh, uh, Hernandez, uh, which they had been seeking for quite some time. So I wasn't really surprised that they did sign up for $23.5 million on a one-year deal. Um, I think the Dodgers are prone for the next two seasons. They're not just looking at this season, but they're also looking at next season um as far as being able to build that camaraderie and i will say this much people you know dave roberts gets a lot of slack and sometimes it's warranted sometimes it's not and i think people have to understand that you need to be sending dave roberts some gifts this coming season because he is one of the catalysts and reasons why They were able to sign a Shohei Otani Yamamoto because of that connection because of the cultural connection that they all shared and I think that helped tremendously um, not only just being in Los Angeles uh, being a premier team in Los Angeles but that connection uh, that they have with Dave Roberts uh, as well as Andrew Freeman so a lot of credit goes to them and I think the Dodgers realize hey look LA is a Laker in a Dodger town you got LeBron James you have Kawhi Leonard the Clippers you have um, you know, you know USC Trojans at one point in time with, with Caleb Williams when they were going on that that particular run. So LA is always busy and thriving. So you have to do something drastic to keep your name in front of the lights, in front of the people, and on the on the co- front covers of newspapers and in, and, and you know deadline. I mean, excuse me, uh, hot takes and whatnot to be able to stay relevant in this market. Yeah, so Nick, I always,
3: I'm curious your thoughts uh, on this. I always think heels are good in, in sports, like these super teams that become heels. I think, you know, I have more interest in watching a Dodgers game than I've ever had before. Uh, do you think the Dodger fan base and team is ready to embrace kind of that everybody hates us? It's rooted in jealousy, uh, but do you think they're going to thrive, you know, kind of getting everybody's
1: uh, best shot this year? Yeah, I mean, because a lot of sodium levels are high this this time of year, especially now that the Dodgers are the the, the team with the bullseyes on their backs because of what they've been able to do. And listen, people got mad because of the, the 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 Shohei Ohtani signing the way they were able to structure that contract. Obviously, the Yamamoto contract. Now you got Hernandez and his contract. Um, You know, you still have to worry, could be concerned about what what the future holds for Walker Buehler. Hopefully he has a great season, which Andrew Freeman has been very high. They're going to work him back in slowly, Um, and he's going to be up for a new contract at some point. Um, so I think yeah, it's a lot of hating people's blood, but you know what? You hate the best cause you're not the best. And that's what it, what it boils down to. And so Los Angeles is thriving. It's buzzing. I mean, the, the opening opening night or, you know, opening weekend is going to be absolutely bonkers. And even though Shohei El is not pitching, he's still going to be able to hit every day, which means there's going to be fanfare every day. I mean, I've had people hit me up say, Hey man, uh, you, you, you think you can give me a couple tickets? Uh, how about absolutely hell no? I've never, I haven't heard from you, in, and I don't know how long now. All of a sudden, I'm getting DMs or phone calls about from some people that I haven't talked to in ten damn years. Now all of a sudden, you want to have it, and I'm and I'm sure other people have gotten those same sentiments and those same type of uh, issues with people hitting them up. Uh, some of my media colleagues have expressed the same similar things. So. Uh, I think Dodger fans are ready. I think Dodger fans are, are hungry for another title. I think Dodger fans got cheated, unfortunately, because of the COVID pandemic uh, when the Dodgers won in 2020, were able to really celebrate uh, with a parade and really shower these guys with the, the appreciation uh, that they deserve, that they earn uh, for that 2020 World Series. So I think it's, it's overly due uh, for the Los Angeles Dodgers to have a parade down Figueroa at some point.
0: Well, I won't ask the question I was considering about tickets. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> it is interesting to me how people all of a sudden come out of the woodworks and very conveniently now can remember you and want to reach out for tickets. But with that being said, all that the Dodgers have done, we've still heard their name con- connected to others, uh, Dylan Sees being one of them. Do you predict or see foresee any other major signings uh, or just signings in general for the Dodgers in the foreseeable near I hope future? Not. I mean, we hope you guys well, are done, but I've been see- seeing reports that the Dodgers are not.
1: I mean, with Andrew Freeman, listen, Andrew Freeman's trying to go for that executive of the year title. I mean, he is definitely going after it in a big, major way, and 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 rightfully so. I mean, I've, I've, obviously they have Evan Phillips who did a great job. I think they're also looking at the Dodgers are looking at it possibly adding another closer, whether that be at Evan Phillips, whether that be Josh Hader trying to acquire him. Um, I like Blake Trine, and I like Hudson. Um, but I think Evan Phillips is, is the guy, if they're, if they're going to go with a closer, I would look at Evan Phillips, but I definitely wouldn't turn my nose down at Josh Hader. I think Josh Hader has proven that he can definitely know how to close a ball game. You can throw him in. Um, and if they're able to acquire Josh Hader for a few years, then why not do, it? why not pull the trigger? Um, Hey, you might, if you're going to load up, load up, right. Don't, ha- don't, don't halfway do it. Uh, load up, right. So listen. The Dodgers are going to have a, a tremendous amount. It's not. This is not just about the regular season. Let me be absolutely clear. When people when people look at these signings, this is not about regular season signings. We know what the Dodgers have done previously. They've won the division countless years. The NL West has been theirs pretty much for the most part, countless years. Even when they were counted out last year, everybody, a lot of people thought the Arizona Diamondbacks were going to win that division because of how they started out. And the Dodgers had a, had a little slow period. They had some injuries, but they were able to rebound, come back. The Arizona Diamondbacks took a straight nosedive. I mean, I have not seen anybody blow and crap the bed the way the Arizona Diamondbacks did. I mean, we've seen kids blow out birthday candles better than the, the Arizona <laughs> Diamondbacks have blown opportunities like that. Um, but I, this is mostly for the postseason. These signings are postseason season signings. They are tired of scraping the bottom the bottom of the pudding cup as it were, when it comes to the playoffs and just getting to the NLDS and struggling in the NLDS, they are going for the World Series. So these signings are more geared towards World Series and NLCS opportunities versus just regular season opportunities.
3: Speaking of those playoffs, Nick, uh, two questions, a two-parter. I want to know what's the batting order with Mm. possibly the three most lethal batters in a baseball lineup ever put together with Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Shoei Otani. And then what's the pitching rotation in said uh, playoff series?
1: That's a good question. You know what, man? I will say this. I, I I, think the hitting part is a little easier because with the pitching, we're still trying to figure out was Yamamoto. Obviously, you add in another pitcher, Um, we don't know where Walker Buehler is going to be in that lineup, but you do have some flexibility in that pitching, in that pitching rotation. So that's great. That's something Dodgers have not had in quite a while. Plus still wondering what Clayton Kershaw, he's going to come back to Los Angeles, or is he going to move on uh, to the Texas Rangers? Um, But as far as the hitting goes, listen, you you mentioned Mookie Betts. You mentioned Freddie Freeman, Shohei Ohtani. Now you got Hernandez in that lineup, which is going to be absolutely deadly. you know, so I think they have a lot of 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 hitting pieces. I think they have their side. They've always been solid with hitting their main Achilles heel in the last couple of years has been their pitching rotation. It has been their pitching staff. I think once they have locked that down, I think their pitching staff is going to are really going to be looked upon and really studied and even ridiculed at times, more so than just the hitting, because we know what the Dodgers can do at the plate. We've seen what they've done at the plate with less than they have, you know, what they have right now. So I'm not concerned about at the plate. My concern is, how, what is the rotation going to look like for the first three months? And then, can you keep these guys healthy? Glass now, guys like that have had a history of injury. Fortunately, they were one of the best training staffs and medical staffs in Major League Baseball with the Los Angeles Dodgers training staff. So my hat's off to them. Uh, when it comes to that. So I think if you can keep these guys healthy going into that, that especially post-All-Star break, when it really starts to, to count and matter, that is when it, that's what you're going to have to see from the Dodgers. Can they stay healthy in that and really be hot at the right time? Because as y'all know, whether it's the Phillies, whether it's the Dodgers or whoever, you got it's, it's a crapshoot. you got to be hot at the right time, at the right mm-hmm. moment, to be able to get those opportunities that you desire from spring training on.
0: Yeah, you're right about that, Nick. I know various people in the chat are bringing up questions about the pitching as well, and our producer Tyler actually has a question for you about the pitching, so I'll let him ask it.
2: Yeah, so so first off, Nick, this is more of a statement than anything else. Dodgers fans, like, can name your price for Bruce Dar Gratterall. Like, just let me know what it's going to cost for the Phillies <laughs> to get Bruce Dark. I, I I love that guy, um, but my real question is. Um, you know, you talked about the rotation, and, and Otani comes back next year, and, and Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin come off of injury, and you know uh, Gavin Stone has made appearances, and Michael Grove has made appearances in Major League Baseball. There's a lot of there's like a plethora of options. If if this team were to move one of the younger arms, maybe at the the end of this year, this year or before next year, which of the starters do you think is the most likely to be moved?
1: From I mean, listen you're asking just from a point of view of mine i would probably say if i have to look at you know the dustin mays of the world the 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 the, the um, bobby miller's um you know i would probably look at dustin may that would probably be the guy i would probably have to let go if if i had to let somebody go just because he's had a history of injuries um that have been consistent i mean he's almost I hate to say it. He's almost been like the Anthony Davis of baseball, um, and so if I'm going to have to get rid of somebody, that's the guy I'll probably have to part ways with. The other names that you mentioned, I would definitely keep on because, listen, uh, Tony Gonsolin is. We've seen what he's been able to do. I think Tony Gonsolin, once he comes off of injury and really gets back into the rotation, and they're going to again, they're going to work him back. I believe into the rotation. Uh, fairly, because they don't want to risk further injury and get and work him back into the rotation, which is very, very, very smart. Um, but they have some kids. I think the kids, a couple of kids from last year, uh, had to go through the gauntlet and had to really take some some bumps and bruises, and I think it made them better. I think it's going to make them stronger mentally as well as physically. And I think sometimes you have to go through those bumps and bruises to be able to be able to get to the brighter side of the situation. Uh, my uncle used to tell me all my great uncle say all the time. Sometimes you got to go through crap to come out smelling like a rose. And that's exactly what I think these young kids have been able to do uh, when it comes to that. But listen, it's Dodger time, baby. This is what it's about. This is what spring training. I mean, spring training is going to be at capacity this year, I believe, especially with Shohei Otani, Yamamoto, Glass now. Now you got Hernandez in the mix. I mean, dear Lord. I mean, the Dodgers are not playing at all. The, I mean, if i'm if i'm san francisco i'm salty you know there's a lot of salty san francisco giant fans out there there's a lot of yankee fans that are salty i know a buddy of mine who's a top-notch yankee fan he started hating on the dodgers i'm like look man get that hate out your blood man it's okay you guys are the yankees you'll be okay you got aaron judge one of the most feared you know players in all of baseball one of the hardest playing uh guys in major league baseball uh you you'll be okay now the giants yeah i understand why they're a little salty because you got burned not once, but twice. <laughs> well, yeah. Nick,
3: here in Philadelphia, we wish you guys the absolute worst this season. <laughs> uh, but we thank you for joining us. It was a very enjoyable conversation.
1: Listen, I expect nothing less from you, man. you over there in Philadelphia. I know how the Philadelphians act. I mean, y'all boo Santa Claus. Are, you guys, you know, I no, understand. Yeah, sports hate runs, runs deep in us. We are oh, praying
0: yeah. for your downfall, for yes, sure. We're looking for forward sure. to a flop. But
3: uh, <laughs> follow Nick on Twitter, at NickHamilton213. He can catch him on SiriusXM, owns Nightcast Media, and of course on MLBBro.com. Uh, Nick, thanks so much for joining us, and all the worst to the Dodgers <laughs> this year.
1: But thank you guys so much for having me continue success. And uh, listen, I got a lot of love for people in Philly, man. So thank it's all you. love for my second one. Right.
3: Great time, Nick. Thanks for joining us. Uh, There you have it. The Dodgers, as somebody in the chat says, is like rooting for (laughs) Russia in the Winter Olympics. Or like
0: rooting for the government.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, good interview, but like, uh, you know, God, that's got to be cool.
0: I know, I know. And listen, there were some great points about injuries because that absolutely can be the Achilles heel of any They super always team. have
3: pitching talent. It's just yes. they always seem to be pitching injured. Exactly.
0: And so to have... Nick on to talk about the Dodgers. We had Malik on last week to talk about the Rangers. You know, I feel like we're in different situations, but yeah. you know, it's fine. It's got a long season ahead of us, so we're right. just gonna... it's so
2: wild Jeez. to me. Like we, we, you know, we ran down that list of starting pitchers and like, hey, you have to move one, and it's like, well, here's a kid who's he's got filthy <sighs> stuff, and you just go, okay, you can just move him. And, and on top of all that, he brought up Kershaw, right? Probably one of the three or four best. Dodgers regular pitchers season in history. Regular yeah, season, sure, yes, yes, of course. Like <laughs> you talk about Dodgers pitchers all time, you go Koufax, Koufax and then Fernando Venezuela, Will Kershaw, and Kurt, Clayton Kershaw are so probably the big like, four, right? The, uh, the fact that he has just become an after Will Kershaw of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Mm. There you go, local. The yeah. fact right. he's become an afterthought. Dang. And listen, I know he didn't pitch well last year. I'm not. I'm not saying he's good still, but like. That's a Dodger legend that they're just like, okay, bye. Yeah. I know. Uh,
3: So, all right. We got a lot to get to here. And, of course, already not a lot of time remaining. Uh, So, before we get to Down on the Farm, I think it's time for our Tuesday Trivia Ah! with Renee. Uh, We're going to do... All right. Tuesday Trivia with Renee. Down on the Farm report. And today is George Clausen. And then we're going to do... Tyler's or no excuse me it was my positive thought of the day today and then after that we will get to guess that stance We got a lot Ooh, to get to and, I,
0: and we have some quick updates though about Reef. Uh, we'll and throw it about, out
3: there But we can't really like no We're not going to deep
0: dive it. but we have to at least mention right, some quick updates.
3: We got to move here We go Amazon
0: has been a trap and I've definitely went down the rabbit hole of not only buying this lovely scoreboard Tyler You're going to be blue or blue Jamie you're going to be red. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah We're getting official. It's It's best of three this is rapid fire. That, that no, light. I need to be able to flip the... I know, oh, a, yeah, it's a Do I have glare. to, like, smack the desk? Go. Is this, like,
2: a, a Jeopardy no,
0: no, thing? No, has got to be the first to answer. The glare okay. was So today's topic, topic in our Philly's history book is history.
3: Oh, boy. Or All Philly's
0: right. trivia book is history. I'm yeah, sorry. What do we do? are we doing? Are we
2: smacking the table? Yeah, do, do I have to, like, r- like run up you and hit your table?
0: You have to... You have to... chirp
2: like a bird. While I'm connected to the court. Oh, I
0: Actually. We are down on the, we're talking down on the farm, so I need to hear a, a bird sound. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'll just answer I'll just. Do, I'll do my go. You're not going to do a bird sound? Lose. What's your, what's your
3: best animal noise? I don't know. I don't, I don't, like. What's I, your I best don't, random
0: like, noise?
2: I don't just, like, Come randomly, on, Tyler, randomly make this noises. A point. I, I don't. I have no idea. Give me a sec. We <laughs> <wee laughs> <suck.
0: laughs> All right. So these vary in difficulty. So bear with right. me here. And we're question doing three one. questions, correct? It's just three. It's just All three. Right.
2: Do I have to <laughs> wait till the whole question gets asked? This is like Jeopardy. No. I have to, you have to wait till the end. We're gonna start
0: easy. Which of the following team names did the Phillies franchise? Well, what are two of the? Okay, wait. Blue Jays and
3: Quakers. <laughs> it would help if you could read the question
2: properly. <laughs>
0: Choices, I really that's gonna be easy. Which of the following teen names of the Phillies once go by? Quakers, Blue Jays, Eagles, or D, both A and B. Blue
2: Jays and Quakers.
0: Okay. I didn't hear your sound.
2: M- wee woo, wee woo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One point for Tyler. Woo-hoo! Great start, Jamie. Oh yeah. no. Wait, there's
3: two zeros? <laughs> yeah. All <Bannonfield>. No, no. <laughs> jeez, Disaster. <laughs> all right, here we go.
0: I can't do it all. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> Who is the longest tenured manager in Philadelphia Philip's history? Ooh, stopper. I have multiple choice if needed, but I don't think you need it. <laughs> do 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 do, do, do. <laughs> does are, well,
3: I I don't want to ask a qualifier in a trivia, but does Connie
2: Mack count?
0: Just who is the longest? I'll
2: go with Connie Mack.
0: Eh. Connie
2: Mack managed the A's. I know. Eh. Oh, you're just talking about Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and
3: I knew it was first probably steal.
2: wrong. Wee woo. I, I actually, I'm gonna get. I don't know the answer to this question. I'm gonna say there's somebody in like the 20s or 30s. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna say Charlie's got to be close. But I don't know the answer to that question.
0: Final answer is Gene March. Uh, Gene March. Right. No points for anybody. So Jamie you can tie this up. No pressure. <clears throat> Who was the first manager of the franchise?
3: <laughs> oh, jeez. Steve. Steve. 1903 baseball managers. All right,
0: here's managers. the multiple choice. Blondie Purcell, Bob Ferguson, Harry Wright, or Al Reach? Al Reach. Sound, please.
3: I don't know. No, you I'm just waving hello okay. to... Oh. <laughs> Al Reach. And I was just waving hi to our coworkers. We Wee-woo, wee-woo. What do you <laughs> got? Uh C.
0: And All right. Bob uh, Ferguson I that remember was so much fun yeah. oh my was. god I love this I can't wait to play this again oh
3: yeah <laughs> Renee's going to torture <laughs> us with 1898 Phillies
2: trivia
0: this is Phillies history guys this is Phillies history
3: All right. it's very
0: fun.
2: who led the team in walks in 1912 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well tomorrow's topic or Thursday's topic will not be oh you're not going to Ty- oh, be here Tyler oh you won't be here Tyler Thursday's topic Topier. will go jerseys and numbers and I'll choose okay. some okay. more yeah, varied maybe, maybe questions. from
3: like since we've been alive <laughs> this
0: is how well you know the
3: Phillies well I don't know 1800s Phillies all right let's get to the down on the farm report today uh, and then we'll run through a couple MLB happenings and then we'll do guess that stance and positive thought of the day all right today on the down on the farm report we're going to prospect number 24 and again if you missed yesterday's show uh, this is by no means the official uh, rankings uh, we're using a combination of Fangraphs, baseball america baseball prospectus mlb.com and our own brains here at the phly offices and constructing uh, what we think is going to be roughly the top 25 uh, the official Baseball America rankings come out, I think, over the next, like, three weeks. It's the time of the year, you know, the downtime in baseball where the ranking out, uh, prospect lists come out. So, the number four today was a draft pick just last year. His name is George Claussen. To me, it sounds like a pickle man. Doesn't sound like a baseball player. Uh, I'm going to say name test alone, Renee, doesn't pass the name test for me.
0: It sounds like an actor, like George Clooney.
3: Uh, Tyler said author. I could also yeah, see like that. Yeah, I get something New York more the best <laughs> novel from George Clooney. Yeah. Sounds like a really good Seriously, author. Seriously. Uh, or
0: this, this movie starring George Clooney. So
3: I, I wish you all the best, but you don't sound like a baseball player. Uh, but he was drafted last year out of the University of Minnesota in the sixth round. Pick 193 <laughs> overall. Uh, six foot two, 170 pounds. That in my Dude, head isn't like me. Is a bean pole. <laughs> a bean pole that throws really hard. Uh yeah, I don't throw a 98. Yeah, 170 pounds just feels like you got to be, you know, eating some more pickles there, Claussen. Uh, but University of Minnesota, four year player. Uh, he wowed scouts. And Ty- Tyler, I know you're streaming these games. In the Northwood League in Minnesota, uh, in the offseason of the University of Minnesota, where he was regularly breaking the 100 mile an hour barrier, uh, his velocity can get over a 100 miles an hour. Um, back to his college days in 2022, he had a bullpen stint where he walked a quarter of the batters he faced. He took a step forward in 2023 uh, with. Working on his strike throwing. He tried ref refining that, but he posted a 5.72 ERA in fifty-six point two innings with an eighteen point six percent strikeout rate and a seventeen point nine percent walk rate.
0: So that's not
3: great.
0: Here's Here's the picture that I've gotten from everything I read about George Clausen and watching the all videos. gas, no breaks. So with this draft George Clausen and you you skip over some of the great stuff. Well, like like he was born in Port Washington, Wisconsin. He was a high school all American coming out of high school. He was, the was the actually ranked the number two two one pitcher and Wisconsin. number over number two overall in wisconsin he was also ranked number 23 they don't produce a lot of baseball players
3: to my knowledge he was
0: ranked the number 23 pitcher in the country um, and and number 77 overall player nationally coming out of high school had high projections then gets into college had to undergo tommy john surgery in his freshman year and had a red shirt so he's never essentially was really the same because he had to change his his throw from there. And his pitching coach in college, the Gophers pitching coach, uh-huh. Timing Devitt, had a great quote that I think fits him really well from what I've seen from the footage and film I watched that George was just someone that he listed as. A player that needed development, yeah. and he said An that he's strikes. one of the most underdeveloped prospects we've had. He's a freak athlete, a world-class competitor, has a quick or quicker arm than guys like some of their former players, but even though you know he's got a lot of impressive stuff, but just underdeveloped. And that never changed, though, because even through the remainder of his college career, as you were talking about his numbers, George really never took that next step. He has always had a great arm speed, as you mentioned. Um, averaged 98 as a starter, but was up to 102 at times. And coming into the draft as a sixth-round pick, sixth-round pick, guys, uh, he never really was able to show anything else. So I think for George Klassen, and it's been injuries. The injuries of, of needing a Tommy John surgery sh- shortened his um, growth he had, and then he's he also just never was able to get control on his pitch, and so his Caleb delivery Totham, has good been look, so good luck. inconsistent. And that's a problem. So, George Clausen, guys, that is George Clausen. Neil Dever says give him some glasses like
3: a wild thing. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Look, you know, you always take a shot on a guy that can throw 102. Uh, He averaged this past spring. His average uh, fastball was 97 miles an hour. Got up as high as 102. Uh, The problem with that is he only threw the fastball for a strike 60% of the time. Yeah. Now, the scouts believe because of this control issue he is a bullpen piece for the Phillies he's projected because it's nasty uh you know maybe a back end of the bullpen type Mm -hmm. of guy that can throw 102 miles an hour but you can't you have to throw your strike better than 60 percent of the time 18 percent strikeout rate is great but when you're walking people at the same rate What's the point? Um, So he has a breaking ball in the mid 80s uh, with average shape when he doesn't hang them. This is the scouts reports when he doesn't hang them over the plate. Um, He has a a solid cutter in the high 80s. He's projected as a reliever-only prospect because of control issues, uh, but his velocity leaves scouts impressed with his upside. Yeah, and other sure, reports throwing, are hard, saying, th- throwing hard is cool.
0: And that's the thing. Other but reports can't are throw saying it for his range of outcomes is enormous as there's elite stuff that could be impactful as a starter or reliever, but he also might not make it to A. Like, he has such a wide range of directions that his career can go because— his fastball is great, but his control and his strikes are a major concern, the walk rate. There's a lot of concerns and he's 21, he's young, but he still has never it seems like everybody has had the same report on him, but nobody's been able to fix it, which to me means it might not be fixable.
3: Yeah, I would uh I would get into the the family pickle fortune. Um no, I'm just kidding. I hope oh, the kid that's works so mean. out i, I, I like the pickles 60%, he's from
0: wisconsin if you're
3: throwing your best pitch is your fastball you're only throwing it 60 percent of the time I, unless there's yeah. a massive change here like <sighs> he is all gas no brakes like yeah. you're gonna live and die by that you gotta he's gotta figure something out here you know obviously still a ton of time he's only 21 uh so over the next three years in the philly system and this is when people talk about player development like I mean, drafts, all sports drafts yeah. are hard. Yeah. It's it's almost impossible to project some people. But, uh, you know, player development, this is where, you know, you can harness a guy like this and hopefully turn him into that bullpen piece of a future, maybe with O'Rion. Um, so we'll see well the Uh, other
0: part of that is this is a classic case of a guy that in high school was throwing fastballs that were around 95 and people were saying they were saying he was throwing them so hard his catchers couldn't even catch it and that he struggled in the high school game because his fastballs were too good and then I, I get the vibe of High school American, very good two-sport athlete since he also ran track and field and was just kind of like put on a pedestal. But never they never took time to develop anything else because he was able to, in high school, be dominant with his fastball. And you just never saw him get developed. That's That happens so much in youth sports. It's a shame. But here we are at 21 years old, and he's not able to be a piece that can rick sax sounds
3: like back. a great piece in the mike trout deal <laughs> yeah we'll see what happens <laughs> i mean that's the thing like when you can throw 102 somebody's always going to want to take a shot yeah on you. um so we wish him luck number 24 after just being drafted a year ago not bad for him hopefully the phillies can develop him into a strike thrower uh and if that's the case then the kid's got a future all right some quick mlb nuggets before we get to daily positive thoughts and guess that stance Woo! Rolling through this, uh, uh, Imanaga. It we're two days away. It appears, according to John Heyman, the Cubs and the Red Sox are the most in on him. Uh, the Angels have started looking elsewhere, so they must feel as though they're out of the game on Mm -hmm. him. The Cubs and Red Sox basically have done nothing, so it makes sense. Uh, That they would be in on the lefty Japanese pitcher. Uh, But we have until what, Thursday for that decision? Thursday,
0: 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So that should be dropping any day now with
3: Imanaga. And it appears, according to Jim Bowden, uh, the former GM, the Cubs are pretty much in on everyone. They haven't done anything to this point, uh, but according to Jim, they've made significant offers to Jordan Montgomery, Cody Bellinger, Matt Chapman, and Reese Hoskins. So four of the bigger names on the list, apparently offers have been made from Chicago.
0: According to John Morosi, the reason why the Cubs haven't officially made any moves is they're allegedly waiting on Imanaga and where he goes because the Cubs has mentioned our team that's, Um, Still waiting. The Giants, as you talked about, another team with the Angels that that are (laughs) desperate. But the Giants, apparently, and the Angels, according to John Heeman, are looking elsewhere. So the Cubs are sitting in a good spot. Now, Reese Hoskins, um, as we've all been curious about what's going to happen to him, the Cubs are reported to be the finalists for Reese Hoskins. They're also reported to be very interested in Reese, but they're waiting on—this is what reports are indicating— waiting on finalizing a deal with Reese Hoskins until the Imanaga sweepstakes— wraps up yeah i think Morosi so said he can't see a better thursday, fit than exactly. the Cubs. so with yeah. that that with the deadline of thursday 5 p.m eastern time means we should have an Imanaga decision in the next two days and then we should have a reese hoskins decision possibly shortly after but everybody has been saying as Morosi indicated that the union between the cubs and and hoskins makes the most sense especially with what they need in chicago and what reese can bring so i think Ruth is going to be a cup, guys.
3: Yeah, it certainly looks like it's Which, trending in that for direction. Sure. Makes sense. All right, uh, let's get to the positive oh, thought. Oh, I got th- one
0: more thing. Oh, I'm sorry. This is really quick. I'm just going to mention it because I'm just going to throw it out there. So there were some reports that came out uh, about the Mets and what they're looking to do this off season. They've been heavily uh, pursuing some different free agents, names like Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery. But then there also have been reports uh, from Mark Fizan that they might not make a move this offseason for a free agent starting pitcher because they might be waiting and they're allegedly more interested in free Corbin agent Burns. starting pitchers next offseason with Corbin Burns, Walker Bueller, Max Fried, and Zach Wheeler. So the Mets might not. You if we stay away from our <laughs> Zach. So as soon as I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but the, the Mets might not make a decision on a starting pitcher because they might be waiting away, until next year Steve They Cohen. already are eyeing Zach Wheeler, which many teams of course are going yeah, Phillies Zach might want to really So the Phillies, push that hello, to get to, um, start uh, getting that extension because going Because if
3: he gets to no, an open the market I am Zach Wheeler. That'll be a lot of money oh. Um, yeah, stay away, <sighs> Mets. Stay away, Steve Cohen. Bad yes. Um, but the Mets are going to stink this year. Let's be serious. Uh, my positive thought of the day, since we've seen to just kind of be transferring one at a time now <laughs> instead of working turn. together as a team. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, so yeah, my it's my turn today. Uh, I will go with the fact that I think JT Real Muto is going to improve again from last year. I think he had an uncharacteristic dip. Now, this could be the age thing where he's approaching age, you know, I think he's 31, almost 32.
0: He's 32.
3: Yeah, it could be, could be that he's, we've seen his best baseball. I still think he's got another year or two left of upping his game and being in his prime. So I'm gonna go with JT getting more true to the back of his baseball card than the slight dip he had last year.
0: I yeah, that's a good one I think solid. he's been
3: he's been consistent throughout his career so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go with him uh bouncing back this year
0: yeah and as we were talking about top catchers projected coming into 2024 JT still has more in this bag so to speak and I think this year is gonna be a good year for JT mm-hmm. I just want a nice solid consistent jt
3: yeah barbara in the chat i'm aware uh zach wheeler came from the mets he was also offended when they didn't really offer him uh, a fair market deal so let's hope that uh that scorn from before in the free agency period he was i think he was basically told they didn't i don't even think they made him a contract offer because mm. i still think they were in the the darkness with the you know Mats and de and and Harvey and all that. So I I'm not even sure Wheeler got offered by them in free agency. And I think he's made comments about, you know, he was kind of offended by that. Um so their demise is the Phillies gain. So good for us. All right, let's get to today's guess that stance or guess that swing. Uh whatever you what the hell are <laughs> you showing me?
0: Hall of Fame ballot. Uh,
3: that is way too deep for me to look at. Did right I stumble now. onto this? What is that? It's
0: the Hall of Fame tracker.
3: Oh. I it's was an Excel clicking, spreadsheet. I know. Where, where I feel are like you? I'm not
0: supposed to be here. Yeah. Do they know I'm in there Did you
2: just break the? <laughs> I
0: just, the hall I of Fame. I can see who's been.
2: Is the Hall of Fame really running their <laughs> ballots on Excel? I can is Renee see, running the Hall of
0: Fame? I can see who's been voted That's for. odd. Chase so, Utley
2: and Jimmy Rollins now have 287 percent of the vote. I don't know how that happened. So
0: yeah. I have viewing permission to be able to see the votes. And just really quickly, Chase Utley is sitting right now, 45.2 percent. Uh I think that's, I is think that's not getting
3: in this year. <laughs> no, not this year, but he's going to get in.
0: I just, I think this is current. Probably. This is as of
2: probably by year three.
3: Yeah. This I was think.
0: as of today's the ninth, right? Nine 58 Pacific all right, well, time. Is this uh <laughs> the is from to my, my right is,
2: uh, <laughs> what is this from Ryan Thibodeau? He's like the ballot tracker. Yeah. He's, oh yeah.
0: That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. He, he, Ooh, okay. he, he
2: gathers all the information
3: yeah, and then publicizes today, John, John Foley always is right sitting
0: at 45.2%. Jay Rawls per percent Jay Rawls not going to get in.
3: Chase Utley is.
0: Yeah. Chase Utley has 61 total public and anonymous votes, and Jay Rawls got 20. All right. So there's our Hall of Fame update for the day.
3: All right. Let's Check. get to it because we're already late. <laughs> As normal, we're doing uh, good. let's we're doing get good. to today's Guest That Stance. How are you feeling, Renee? Are you nervous? No. I'm not. This is just vibes. There's nothing you can cheat with here. I'm not cheating. What are you pulling up over there? <laughs> I see you like. Pull your laptop closer.
0: <laughs> I'm just closing out some tabs.
3: All right, Tyler. <laughs> hit us.
0: Yesterday we had the big piece and we all got it. That correct. was a little too easy, yeah. It was one nothing I mean, we it all are one.
3: Get people one. used to the game. All right. So here is, is number two. Oh no. Day number
2: two.
0: Oh no. Nope.
3: nope that's the wrong no, one. one. Nope. That's
2: projected. Win that, that.
3: Nope,
0: that's
2: the wrong Philly's one. Phillies are at Tyler.
0: 85. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to slack you.
3: Wow. Renee's got a guess right away.
0: No, I don't I don't feel confident at all, but I'm just going to go with what my Ooh. gut is telling me.
3: The slack is finite. Once you send it in the chat... Oh, no.
0: That's okay, it. Wait.
3: The closed tight follow-through swing has me thinking somebody, but I'm like...
0: <sighs> this is tough.
3: This is a tough one because...
2: See, this is a tough one I think because it's not it's not It's not the the setup stance. I yeah. think the setup stance would be a little bit easier than this is more follow through. I
0: don't really know actually. I, I mean, I have my People in the chat have good answers.
2: I mean,
3: you should
0: just take their answers. You should take theirs, Jamie.
3: That would that's my gut. It's just because it's such a compact follow through and it's clearly a left-handed hitter. No, I don't think it's Charlie Hayes. MBD. He was a right-handed hitter. Dickie Thon, also a right-handed hitter. Um, Dickie Thon, as a kid, I always thought was like the funniest baseball name in the world. It's no Dick Pole, but you know.
0: Um.
3: All right, I'm not going with my gut. Yeah. All right, I'm going to slack it to you, Tyler. Don't
0: read our answers out loud. Just say for correct.
3: I'm putting it in the Phillies beat, so don't. I'm just going
0: to text you, Tyler. Okay. Why do you always put it in the Phillies beat?
3: Because you text. <sighs> Alright, mine, mine's in. Alright, Jamie's is locked in.
0: No! Wait. It, it's
3: different than my gut. My gut was somebody else originally.
0: I'm just gonna do it, because we're short on time, and I'm wrong. Just send so. it in. I am! Just okay, send peer it. pressure. Greg
3: Jeffries. It actually does kind of look like Greg Jeffries a little bit. i
0: gonna be wrong. I'm just gonna <clears throat> start. Tyler's <laughs> um, so like, uh. Alright, so <laughs> we either of us cr- Renee, Have you heard a correct answer?
2: Yes. Um, also, Renee, uh, your guess is right-handed. <laughs> Um, so you're out. <laughs> Wait,
3: no.
0: <laughs> Who's the guest? Don't,
2: no! don't worry about it. It's just not, it, I'm I'm not
0: gonna do that. That that. So I'm my, not putting I'm not putting Renee on blast is, like I'm that. gonna go with my first instinct of who I think it. What my well, you already submitted I did. All right, okay. I'm just gonna I'm just yes. gonna
3: say it, it's not correct. Just send it vibes yeah. and send it. All right, here here's your. So answer. that means I'm correct. <laughs> Oh, so my original gut was Utley, and then nobody
0: was right. I thought you said you heard the right answer.
3: Yeah, Uh, me. David Johnson had it.
0: Oh, you said.
3: I said Rollins. I originally thought it was Utley because of the the compact follow through, but then the running stance swayed me to Rollins. Uh, So that is uh, that is one of my favorite players of all time, J. Raw. Uh oh, Renee, I took a lead. It's gonna be hard for you to overcome. I'm
0: not winning this game, Dave Hollins. So I'm. I have a new approach because you guys are annoying.
3: You should, you're just all vibes and send it. That's, I'm just like, the whatever,
0: I literally went with whatever Phillies player came to that mind That was a good first. one. That was
3: tough, actually, a little bit. <laughs> what, who did you think when you first saw it? Because you see it first.
2: So Do I don't, you play the game with yourself? No, I just, I, I have to load the show <laughs> okay, up and everything. So. so I don't, I don't yeah. like, okay. I don't take time to guess it. Because they come in in pairs. Uh, so so you I, see I just, the like, answer. so Chris sends it over to me and I just download them. And they, I see it right away. Uh, yeah, okay.
0: That was a good one, Chris. Uh, Chris
3: Freza, Freza? How do you pronounce the last name? Freza. Freza.
0: I believe it's Freza. I
3: mean, I'm I'm There's Captain e, mispronunciation. Uh, does a really nice job with, for us um, on that on that stuff. So that was a good one today. That was
0: so much fun, guys. Are we having fun?
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> somebody's not bitter about losing <laughs> at all. Oh, that's my score for uh, I guess that swing. Yep. There you go. Oh, it's actually two to one.
0: <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah. I'm in red because O'Doyle rules.
3: <laughs> I have a feeling, O'Doyle, your whole family's going to get it one day. Uh, for Renee Washington and Tyler Zuli, I'm Jamie Lynch. Thanks to everybody for hanging out with us here in the chat. Smash that like button before you get out of here. We would appreciate it. Tell all the Phillies fans in your life that we're here every day, grinding away, because we're sickos in the head for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, but... We appreciate it, subscribe, rate us, like it. We're gonna get the hell out of here. We will see you tomorrow at noon, back at it again. See you then.